Welcome to the Holiday Decor Podcast, your source for the year-round celebration of holiday hope and seasonal cheer. To help you usher season's greetings into your home, here's your host, Ann McDonald. Happy week after Thanksgiving. Uh, We are in high season holiday decor podcast. (laughs) Welcome back. How you doing? (laughs) How How are you hanging in there? Hi, this is Ann McDonald. And if you are new to the holiday decor podcast, I want to welcome you. I am recording this podcast actually on Thanksgiving morning, but this podcast will release the week after Thanksgiving, which is kind of like high stress time. It's kind of like the Super Bowl week of the holiday season. And this week, we're going to tackle some of those things to actually relieve a little bit of stress while we're doing the decorating. We're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors, and we'll be right back with this week's episode. Wish you could learn holiday decorating like the professionals? What do they know that they aren't sharing? How do they get those gorgeous garlands, trees, and ornaments? What does it really cost? Well, now you can find out. The Holiday Decor Training Institute is the premier online training location for holiday decor. We serve professional designers, decorators, manufacturers, hobbyists, and casual enthusiasts alike with different education tracks. As a custom holiday designer and manufacturer behind the scenes, I saw there was a strong need for training of all kinds. So two years ago, I founded the Holiday Decor Training Institute. Learn more by visiting www.hdtilaunch.com and get the inside track. This is the week. This is the week where the friends who are holding out until December 1st, I think this podcast comes out on December 2nd, they're holding out until the month changes to December to start their holiday decor versus the ones who are kind of, you know, sitting back in their chairs relaxing because they did their holiday decor in November. This is when those friend groups get separated just a little bit. Why? Because one of the friend groups is usually off, a little bit stressed, you know, thinking about, oh my gosh, I have to get ready for the holidays. I haven't even thought about it. I just want to come off Thanksgiving a little bit. And the other group is like, yep, they're just kind of looking at their fingernails, kind of sitting back, relaxing, being like, yeah, I got it all done. My house is all in order. And I can tell you, I'm kind of laughing, but but I want to I want to keep this episode a little light because I, I feel like this episode in particular should just be one of humor and encouragement. It's not going to be filled with a bunch of tips. It's just going to be, hey, let's let's talk about this, right? This is the week. This is the week where people start to figure out, oh my gosh, Christmas is in three weeks and I haven't done my shopping. I haven't done my decorating. I haven't done my Christmas cards. You know, do I even send Christmas cards? Is it it all online this year? Are my Christmas cards on Zoom this year? What does it look like? So here's what I want to encourage you with. If you haven't started go back and listen to some of the original podcasts. Why? Because they will save you time and money. You don't have to go overboard this year. Now, I know a lot of our clients are because they have nothing, you know, nobody's going out right now, but you don't have to go overboard this year. Think about creating a really elegant Christmas or a really elegant Hanukkah 
where you don't have to put absolutely everything out. The other thing I want to share with you, it's interesting. We've done a couple of these trees this year where we actually didn't put lights on the trees. I know, sacrilegious, right? Can you imagine putting up a Christmas tree, putting up the decorations on the tree, putting up some ribbons on the tree, but not having lights on the tree? Why have we been doing that? Well, we've actually been using some crystals and some some reflective surfaces in place of that. But for some of the people this year, for some of our clients, we've actually been creating really elegant, understated holiday decor. And I'm thinking of one in particular, there are two kind of smaller trees. So it's part of our actual majesty line, but we didn't do any lights on those two trees. And it looks beautiful. It's actually very peaceful. It's very understated and it's very elegant. All we did was we used these little crystal picks, um, which you can actually get similar ones at, you know, Hobby Lobbies and Michaels and all those kinds of places where they've got little glass and mirrors and reflective surfaces in them. And then we used kind of white, bright ornaments and then some ribbon, and that was it. And it looks beautiful, absolutely beautiful. I actually have a tabletop sample that maybe I'll include a picture of in the show notes because I kept one for myself. It was so pretty. I was like, oh, that's really pretty. That's very elegant. So uh, let's, all right, so let's get, let's get back to this, right? It is the week after Thanksgiving, and it is the week where for holiday decor, people are usually in full force. The lines at Michael's are long. The lines at Hobby Lobby are long. The lines at Costco are long. The lines at Home Depot and Lowe's are long. People are kind of stressed. People are like, how do I put this whole thing together? You know, I have to have lights up for my neighborhood. If you haven't hired it out, you're trying to figure out how to do it where it doesn't take, you know, an entire day off work. What does that look like? Well, three things I want to give to you this week. First, remember, the holiday season should be about you and your family first and foremost. So I want you to think about what best blesses you and your family from a decor standpoint. Now, that may sound kind of silly, but even when it comes to the outdoor lights, if you're in a neighborhood where everybody has outdoor lights and you're kind of under this stress and pressure to get the outdoor lights up and not look like the flake in the neighborhood, what I want you to do is think about what actually best blesses your family and how can you do that together so that it becomes an event instead of an obligation. What does that look like? Well, when you're thinking about your outdoor lights, the way to make it an event is to actually gather your family and ask their opinion. <laughs> Some of you may be thinking, I don't want my husband's opinion, or I don't want my kid's opinion. I just want my husband to do the lights or get the lights done, and I want my kids to do the lights so that it's all done and I don't have to think about it anymore. Well, here's, here's the beauty of connection, and here's the beauty of our families, especially this year. Something as simple as how we approach the outdoor lights can make a massive difference in the experience for our families for the rest of the season. We don't want a bunch of arguments and fights and, you know, somebody going off to 
to, you know, watch sports at a, well, I don't know if they can even watch sports at a sports bar right now, but we don't want them going off and, and leaving, right? We actually want to create spaces in our homes where our families are free to gather. So the first thing I do want you to think about is how can I actually do this decorating thing, especially if it's last minute, where it's a family thing and it works for us, not against us. So I have a rule of thumb that I share with my my clients, and I've shared this before on the podcast. Your holiday decorating, that's right, everything, stem to stern, should take no more than three days. That's it. No more than three days. Why? Well, holiday decor is kind of like that old adage about guests and fish, right? House guests, it's like fish. It's great for about three days, but after three days, it starts to stink. Well, in the same way, holiday decor can be kind of invasive. We take out all those boxes. We're trying to unpack the lights. And if all of that chaos is around us for more than three days, what happens is our our stress levels start to increase. We're tripping over boxes. We're trying to get stuff done. And it's like, no, what can you and your family get done in three days? And then it's time, as I think it's a wrestling term, to tap out put the boxes away, whatever isn't finished. It's like, you know, a game show almost, right? Where they say, okay, time's up. Put your, put your uh, decorating stuff down, right? Put your cooking down of those, what is it on Food Network? They, you know, they have timed things, right? Well, your time is up in three days. What does that do? It actually gives you permission to have a start time and a deadline and then walk away from it. And now you get to just enjoy the fruit of your labor, so <laughs> can you do that? That's a challenge for somebody. I know. I don't know who's listening and they're like, I don't know if I can get this thing done in three days. Well, here's what's beautiful. This podcast comes out on Wednesdays. If you think in terms of getting your holiday decor done, maybe Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, or maybe even Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, then you're completely done and it's still the first week of December. Okay? The nice thing about that is that when it's time to take the whole thing down, you don't have so much to take down that it takes you another two weeks to undo it. Holiday decor, it's my firm belief that holiday decor is supposed to work for you, not against you. And this is one way we can do that, especially this week. So that's my first tip. My first tip is that holiday decor has to work for you and your family this season, especially. And what does that look like practically? Well, first, you're going to make it an event. You're actually going to gather people together, get some input, set some boundaries and borders around that time. But let's make it an experience and an event for the family, right? Not everybody has the skill set needed to do everything you know, the way you want it done, I'm sure. However, everybody does has some, have something to contribute. Ask your kids, what makes a holiday decor special for you? And then incorporate some of that into it. Ask your husband or your partner, what makes holiday decor special for you? And then incorporate some of that in. I know it'd be hard, especially if you're a perfectionist. And I know we got designers who listen to this. So if you're a perfectionist, you're like, I don't know if I want their opinion. <laughs> well, that's what powder rooms are for. That's what guest bedrooms are for. That's what the downstairs family room is for. <laughs> you make space where you can find it. But just make sure that everybody in your family has something that 
speaks to them this holiday season in particular, right? It's been a wacky year and it may get wackier. So we, we just have to make space for our families. So that's the first thing. And then second, make sure, I think, I don't know if I, if I segmented this out or not, but, but the second thing is please set borders around your time. So the first thing, it's got to work for you. The second thing, please, no more than three days. Holiday decor boxes are kind of like fish. They get stinky. You trip over them. They're messy. You don't know what to decide to put out. So let's only give ourselves three days to get this stuff done. And when it's done, then we're going to put those boxes away. We're going to take a quick break to do our tinsel time feature, which I'm so glad is back. We're going to do the tinsel time feature, and then we're going to come back and I'm going to share with you the third thing that I want to encourage you with this week, especially it's the week after Thanksgiving, when frankly, all hell breaks loose in the holiday decor world. All right, we'll be right back. Welcome to Tinsel Time, where we enjoy something extravagant every week just for fun. Want a holiday decor look that's completely over the top? Last week's Tinsel Time, we shared about creating a high-end, hardbound book made for your holiday decor using professional photographers who specialize in interiors. This week, we are bumping it up a notch and suggest adding a videographer to the mix. These videos don't need to be long, but there is something special about having video snippets you can add to your hardbound book, which are accessible simply by hovering over a QR code. Embed those QR codes into your holiday home book and be taken immediately to your home's holiday video shoot. Memory worthy, this requires some strong planning skills, but is worth it in the end. Years from now, you'll be happy to have these recorded and photographed memories for children and grandchildren to enjoy. See a few pictures in the show notes at HolidayDecorHome.com. First, you're going to make this an experience for whoever it is that you're doing life with right now. Your family, your parents, your in-laws, your partner, your spouse, your friends, whoever it is. Let's make this holiday decor thing an experience so we don't break relationships over it. We don't have people like huffing out and, you know, marching away and being angry. No, holiday decor is supposed to be fun. So let's do that first. Second, what did we talk about before the break? We talked about making sure that you give yourself three days to get the holiday decor up and then tap out. Then we're done. So what's my third tip? My third tip is something that we actually discovered after a client. We, we basically did this client's entire home, stem to cern. It was spectacular. Okay. The house was spectacular. There were Christmas trees in the kids' rooms. There were Christmas trees in the master bedroom. There was garland. I mean, every single space was decorated. What did I learn from that? <laughs> Don't decorate every single space. So my third tip is this. You have someplace in your home that's going to need to be a separate sanctuary this holiday season. Where is that? And set aside at least one space to have absolutely no extra decor in it. Not even a poinsettia, not even a little photo book like we've talked about before and in the tinsel time features, not even a little teeny tiny ornament, nothing. 
keep one space that is absolutely undecorated. Why do I share that? Well, that one year where we helped a client do stem to stern, and I mean everything. There was garland. They, um, I'm trying to think. They had, I think they had two different Christmas parties. And then they had a, a another party just before Christmas. And we put garland everywhere, inside, outside, lights. Every, I mean, it was, it was over the top. It was spectacular. But what we found was the hostess said, it was, it was lovely, Anne. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. But there was no place where when I needed to get away from the holiday thing that I could get away from it. Not even a powder room, not even a bathroom, you know, kids, the kids bathroom, not even their bedroom. And, and I learned my lesson from that. And that's the thing I want to share with you today as we're kind of wrapping up the podcast. Keep one space where you and your family can go where there's absolutely no holiday decor. Maybe you have a room where everybody does their homework. Maybe you have a room where you have a prayer closet. I know a lot of people have prayer closets. Maybe you have a space where when you just need your downtime, that's where you go. It could be a corner under a stairwell. It could be, it could even be like a little section on a covered patio. You know, I know in California, we have where where we are, where we spend Christmas during the, um, we spend Christmas in the mountains and we're in Lake Tahoe and we have two decks out back and we have a lower covered deck that nobody except really I go on to. <laughs> and that's kind of this really wonderful space. And in California, the weather, even though we're in the mountains and we get snow, the weather's still pretty mild for the most part through the end of December. So wherever that space is for you, I want you to consider keeping that space completely free of holiday decor. Now, that may sound pretty funny from, you know, coming from me, we actually manufacture holiday decor. So that's part of our business. But but really, one of the most important things is to give ourselves balance, especially during the holiday season. Because we want to create spaces and places that minister to us, that serve us and serve our families. And I really do believe holiday decor actually lifts the spirits. It lifts us. It, it gives us something to look forward to. It's up for a season and then we take it down. And I actually think it's, it's really fun. And I think there are actually studies that show us that people who put their holiday decor up early are happier. Or, you know, they have a better holiday outlook. Well, for this season, if you haven't done your holiday decor, don't worry about it. Get it up this week. Get it up over the next couple of days. Spend three days doing it. But do consider what space does your family want to keep undone? Ask them. (laughs) Remember tip number one? Do what works for your family with who you're doing life with in this particular season. Maybe you got a bunch of roommates. Maybe maybe you've got business partners, whatever it is, whoever it is that you're doing life with right now. Ask them if you would keep one space completely uncluttered from holiday decor this year, what would it be? Would it be the office? Would it be the family room? Would it be the kitchen? Where would it be? So that you and they have a place to retreat to just get some me time. All right. Well, we'll be back next week with more tips on holiday decor. And we are still working on those website links for you guys, making sure that you have access to the tinsel time features and all that kind of stuff. We are hiring VAs to make sure that all of the trainings that you want for free. Thank you for reaching out, by the way. We very much appreciate it as we're building up this podcast and making sure that that you have all the training that you need. This is Ann McDonald. I want to thank you again. 
happy week after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Don't give up. Don't just throw in the towel and say, I'm not going to do it this year. No, 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 no. Give yourself three days, find out what works for your family, and then get it done. Are you or someone you know interested in learning how to decorate for the holidays without busting your budget, especially as a savvy design-conscious holiday enthusiast? Reserve your seat for an exclusive free online training webinar covering three secret keys for someone who actually cares about how the holidays look. Elf is awesome, but sometimes we need a bit of restraint. Not always, but in this free training, we will cover secrets to make your spaces wow without draining your bank account. Visit www.holidaydecorhome.com for more information. Make sure to reserve your seat now as our exclusive free live trainings are limited to 100 spaces. Again, that's www.holidaydecorhome.com. The link will also be available in the show notes. We'll be back next week with more on the Holiday Decor Podcast. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Make sure to check out those show notes at www.holidaydecorhome.com. I want to invite you to subscribe, rate, review, and share the Holiday Decor Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere awesome podcasts are found. Thank you for listening. For more information and tips on how to turn your home into a place of joy this holiday season, please visit holidaydecorhome.com.